My name is Reginald. Uh, I'm the uh, kennel owner of Einstone, uh, located in Maryland. Uh, I've been in the breed for like seven, eight years now. Uh, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. that, uh, Einstone Kennels. Uh, how I got started? Well, uh, I didn't choose the breed. The breed chose me. Uh, at first, I was uh, I liked it like bully pit bulls and stuff of that nature. Uh, well, in my county, uh, you can't have uh, pit bulls, so uh, they were banned. Uh, my father-in-law had a friend that breeds uh, county corsos, and uh, he hit me up because he knew I had to get rid of it. Uh, one of my dogs, and uh, actually, he gave me the dog with paperwork and everything, and he got me on my way. Mm -hmm. Well, at first, uh, not knowing too much about it, it was just size, really. I was just excited about the size. And then I start uh, researching and digging deeper into the breed and just really learning more about it. Uh, then I seen uh, they what they were really meant to do. Like Foz, they were like very family-oriented dogs, uh, like really love to take care of their family. Like they love to please the owner. So mm -hmm. everything I, I I got into with, with my dogs, uh, I started off with one, then I bought two. Now I got about, about 12. <laughs> So, uh, just, 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 just that, just how they are, just with my family, with my kids, uh, more than anything. Uh, that's what attracted me to them. And, uh, I've been on a journey ever since. With the Connie Corso, I've seen that they, uh, they protect, they herd. I mean, it's, it's really nothing they can't do if you don't teach them. This is mm -hmm. my opinion. A lot of this stuff is opinion-based with the Connie Corso. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a very, very complicated breed. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of controversial within the breed. Uh, a lot of this stuff, you know, I take, I take what I like and I use it, and what I don't, I just dismiss it, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of the history I, I like. I talked to a lot of uh, older guys that bought the dogs here. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Satilli Jr. I talked to Jeff Hall. Uh, I got a few guys in Italy that I talked to. Well, um, Kenneth James, uh, very, very informative guy, Kenneth James and uh, Sonny Rose. Sonny's in the uh, UK with their kennel partners. Uh, in the last past eight months, I just learned a ton of stuff from them guys. They like, they they on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've been helping me along the way. So mm -hmm. I wanted to shout them guys out because uh, they don't anything but the dog. But the dog originated in Italy. Uh, Naples, the countryside, and stuff like that. Um, the dogs were used uh, used for uh, guardian protection of of, of of the livestock over there. Uh, there was a lot of different types. That's why today you probably see different looks of the county corso because the farmers created the dogs to do certain tasks on their farms 
So that's why you may have some bigger, some smaller, just a lot of different things. There was a lot of dishonest stuff going on after the dogs got very popular. You know, they was trying to produce mass because the United States was very into the dogs. So, but it was just maybe I don't I don't want to say that because I don't want to offend no one, but. There was just a lot of stuff going on. They were, people were just trying to produce dogs for the money. Mm-hmm. And, a lot, and a lot of it got messed up or whatnot. But you kept, it was uh, uh, quite a few guys that kept the dogs very traditional, true to, true to type, and uh, stuff like that. It just got, you got to be very uh, careful uh, when you pick the dogs, I would say. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I'm saying they're not Connie Corso, but they were just bred. Some of them was bred tight, uh, kind of different. I mean, I'm, I'm very open-minded. I listen to uh, everyone's opinions, and, uh, I, you know, and I do my own research, and I read. And, uh, like, uh, in the 40s and 50s, the Neapolitan uh, Mastiff, uh, back then in the Connie Corso, I feel as though it was the same dog. Uh, then years now they've been bred differently so now the neos are very more like droopy in the face and skin and stuff like that but at one point in time i believe those were the same dogs and uh it just bred differently now Mm -hmm. but uh definitely the same dog uh but what i do is uh I do a lot of select breeding. Uh, I have kennel partners, uh, Mr. Dion Tufkey, and uh, another partner of ours, uh, Tim, uh, which we each have about four or five dogs on our yard. And uh, if, if we produce a litter, we'll use one of the best pups and, and raise that one up on his yard. And I'll keep one, raise it up and see. And we'll learn the different things about the dog. And if we feel as though they are, uh, they can, uh, I guess, help each other with like the next breeding mm-hmm. or something like that. Then we'll go or we'll try to find like an outside source, uh, an- another person with another dog that can complement what we're trying to accomplish, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, uh, when you when you select when you do uh, a lot of select breedings. Uh, sometimes you may come up with a few different looks, you know, because uh, it's not really considered. It's a bloodline, but it's not a bloodline. If you really want a consistent-looking dog, that's when you go about line breeding and inbreeding to to lock that trait and lock that look in. Right now, we're just trying to produce the best of the best, the healthiest dogs, and. I think when you select breed like that and not too much inbreeding and line breeding, uh, you can you can produce some some really healthy and nice dogs that way. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to lock in the trait, then I mean I don't mind the line breeding, uh, you know, like cousin dogs and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you just lock it in a specific look that you like personally and that's the look that you're trying to uh, get out there to uh, I guess the consumer I say. Mm-hmm. Well, the show dogs be a little like Fuzz temperament is just uh, I'm not gonna say soft, but they're not as aggressive as the working breed. Uh, they they're probably bred that way just so they can show uh, I guess the people 
you know, this is what the dog should be, how it look and how it function and stuff like that. But then when you get into your working lines, you know, they may be a little bit more hotter, like in temperament, uh, because they are bred for their protection to to really uh, to really perform. You know, you gotta you gotta have some type of aggression, some type of fire back there for you to move certain things or or maybe even protect from uh, wolves and stuff like that. So it's just it's it's a little different. It's, I won't say much. It's just it's just different breeding techniques for certain certain things. That, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I uh, I kind of spoke on it. Uh, they 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 introduced the boxer. Sometimes that I heard they said it was for uh, temperament or for a certain bite of the dog, which I like the level bite, scissor bite, and uh, a little undershot, but not too much. Uh, it was just certain things they they were breeding for, or they were trying to get out of their dog, and I guess that's why they introduced other breeds into it. I guess at the quote uh, quote unquote recovery stage and stuff like that. So, man, man, they it is what it is. Uh, I don't really like you know I don't I, I don't like intro, the introduction of other breeds into another breed because I think it shouldn't be there. So, mm-hmm. but other than the abruzzese and stuff like that, I'm fine with because that's what the uh, farmers in Italy was using to uh, create their dogs, the abruzzi mastiffs and stuff like that. So I, I'm okay with that because that was part of the uh, genetic makeup of the dog. Uh, somewhat of the neo a little bit too. I heard the Satilis put the neo in it. I mean, which wasn't bad because, like I said, at one point in time, I feel as though they were the same dog. Farmers, like how they were breeding back in the day, like in 1900s and all that, he's doing the same thing. And I got to tell you, like, I love Mr. Uh, Mr. James Dogs. He's producing some very, very well put together dogs and mm-hmm. very, like, high in temperament. And they really doing what they're supposed to do. They show videos of their dogs working. Uh, they've had uh, all types of, uh, I think they call them like redunos and like where they get the guys to come out, bring their dogs and, you know, they just talk dogs. Like I respect that because that's how a lot of good information gets shared with one another and guys, they, they help each other out and they can help move the uh, breed in a better direction. Because mm-hmm. right now I feel like the breed is kind of like here, there, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get people to, to come to agreement mm-hmm. on different small things, I think, anyway. Nothing mm-hmm. too major. One thing I, I do know, the guys that the guys and women that are in the breed, regardless of show or working, they love the breed. Mm-hmm. And they and they fight hard on both sides to uh get something across. Like they point across or whatnot, mm-hmm. and, you know. I mean, I, I like that. Like the people just they they are really into it. And we're just growing up as a kid. Uh, 
my family, we always had uh, some some form of dog, if it was a poodle or anything. And then when I got old enough, I, I got a, a younger daughter. She's in love with uh, animals. So I went out and got her a pit bull and she loved the dog. And But it was the same thing when the, uh, the state came and said we had to get rid of it because of the breed. So then that's when we went to go get the Connie Corso from my father-in-law's friend. And then we just fell in love with the dog. Like I, I go to work, come home. She didn't. She didn't told the dog how to sit, stay, do all this stuff. And I was just amazed with it. And it just, it just drew my attention more. Eleven, ten year old could teach this dog to do this, and they listening. Uh, what I wonder, what else the dog can do? Uh, since I've been breeding, a lot of the people come that want the dogs, they just want a a, a, a dog because it's going to get big, but not knowing that they have to put that time and effort in with the dog to get it, to really get the dog to where they need the dog to be. Uh, I done had like uh, two people uh, call back and like, oh, the dog is a little bit too, you know, I need to, so I got to put some footwork in and I make sure all my dogs go to good homes. So mm-hmm. um, the two dogs that uh that the people uh called back about uh is with uh good families right now and, and being work uh, actually one is working on the farm uh out here in Maryland somewhere and the other one went to uh a, a retired vet well you know he was in the army or the military so he got the dog. So it worked out pretty good, but I'm trying to, I'm right now in my area, uh, me and my buddies, we starting a, a Connie Corso Brotherhood. We, we're bringing like, we're bringing people together, almost like what they doing in Italy, but we just call them the Brotherhood. And we're just really trying to get uh, the information to the the breeders here, because not all the breeders here know, know very much about the dog and the consumer so we try to get like a, i say seminars and really try to resurface some of that information that really uh teach the people so the dogs can go back in a better direction you know what i'm saying i mean i feel yeah. like they're on the right track right now but just a lot of footwork need to get put in like on the behalf of breeders and enthusiasts and stuff of that nature to help the dogs get right back on the right track so they won't be to the left or to the right we all you know, we all just working it all out and, and making mm-hmm. the dog better because you know they banned a lot of dogs, and 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 I don't want to see the course get banned at all. So I gotta try to get the information out to teach people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, anyway, we can we could do some. Uh, then with the brotherhood, I just feel as though we could do a lot of positive things to uh, you know show people what the dogs are really about maybe we'll do some uh not really too much showing but like fun little exercises or get you uh we have certain trainers there with us uh if you want to get your dog trained and, and they'll just give that information out and help help the next person just to take the debris in a positive uh direction absolutely no, i'm not i'm not really into like the showing uh not really into the showing, just uh, just really like I, I don't. You could turn any dog into a show dog. You could turn any dog into a champion. You know, so I'm not really keen on that. Uh, 
like uh, any dog can be a champion. All you gotta do is work with the dog and teach the dog, and you can champion your dog out. So like foster all that in the pedigree, uh, it's nothing to me. I mean, if you show me a healthy, nice, healthy dog and stuff like that, that's what I like. No hip problems, no epilepsy, because that runs in some of the lines too. So a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people had some of those dogs with epilepsy. I heard a lot of different stories. People had to put their dogs down and people not, you know, standing up to their contracts and things like that. So, you know, you got to work that stuff out the breeze. So we're going to go through certain situations like that. I mean, I never ran across epilepsy. I never seen it, like, personally, only videos on, like, Facebook and stuff like that. But I know it's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. And if because, you know, you come up, uh, actually, I, man, not too long ago, man, my wife had a seizure, and that was the first one ever scared me, and, and when she mm-hmm. came out of it, she didn't know I was, so imagine uh, animals doing that, and your kids or something like that around, man, the dog would probably snap on it, and kill, you know, you don't want to see that. Uh. Not really. Uh, you know, all my dogs are registered uh, registered with uh, ICCF, International County Corso Federation. Uh, like, I plan on going to the uh, extravaganza uh, right now. I'm just sitting back waiting on a date. But uh, other than that, nothing but the brotherhood. I'm just trying to just get my state together. So, when people are looking for dogs, when they 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 gonna hear about the state of Maryland, like oh they got some nice healthy, you know, right dogs down there. So that's that's my main focus. So I reach out to a majority of the people in my state that I hear about with the dogs. Like even if you haven't even gotten a dog from me, like anything I could do to help them and help them get ahead, I do that. Like no, I no I'm not charging you or none of that. It's not a about the money is about mm-hmm. the dogs and just producing healthy dogs so if i'm giving you this information hopefully like it, the next time around when you really need the information you can come out and you know and you can really learn something like i'm getting a lot of good information from these guys out here you know and i've only been on facebook like i'm gonna say four or five months and i i've really been introduced and met a lot of great people on there that really is for the breed and really will help you know it was hard at first but there's a lot of great people out there that Mm. that really just want to help move dog in a better direction so that's what i'm saying now i got the olden day modern day page on my uh on facebook uh i'm an admin for a few other groups you know and a lot of people have reached out from like I didn't put up uh, pictures and stuff like that, and and they was really impressed with the dogs that I produced in the last past six seven years. I only had seven years. I had I got well, on my yard. I got I got four here, and I only had three litters, and that's in seven years. That's just on my yard. But as far as like uh, my partners and stuff like that, and the little things that we do. Uh, one only had two or three letters, and the other one he didn't have he didn't, he hasn't had a letter yet. He just has the dogs, and we just raising them, you know. And it, it's just we got a kind of like a serious program running where we'll produce some nice dogs that when you see, you be like, wow, that's great, you know. 
And honestly, I never had a bad review, nothing like that. I, I still keep up with people I sold dogs to uh, two, three years ago. And they, mm. they just like, man, I really appreciate it. You know, and I, I always look out and call back to check on the dogs. I just love the dog. I love if if, if I could serve, if I could have all the all my puppies, I would. But my wife not having. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I hear yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the height of the dogs, it would be like 25 to uh, 27.5 inches, and that's for the male. And mm-hmm. for the females, it would be 23.5 to 26 inches. And weight is proportionable to height, which is, you know, if you had, I, if you got over 180, I think 180 is a little slight too big for a Corso. Corso needs to be able to move and 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 function properly. You know, if you got a lot of weight on you, you're not going to be able to do so, but so much. You know, and you might tire out fast. When, especially when they out there on the farms and 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 they watching over the cattle and and, and stuff like that, you gotta have some type of size and, and stamina so so you can perform properly without getting nothing killed or nothing hurt by you know I guess outside stuff as far as like wolves or maybe even thieves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that was back then. You know, it kind of changed now because you know we we up there in town. But that was back then, and possibly still to this day, some people still work with dogs, and your dog's got to be functional and be able to move. Um, a male, at least one one like you could be one fifty and still be great. One fifty, mm-hmm. one fifty five, something like that. Females, one twenty five, one ten to one twenty five. Mm-hmm. 135. Well, I, one of my females, she was up there, and she was about 140, but she moved. She was she's a big one. She was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the female dog over the male dog anyway, because the female, she does a lot of good things for the dogs or for the pups, really. Like when she's welcoming the pups, uh, she, she does a lot, and she teaches them a lot. And uh, she imprints and, and and show them and God, it's just something about the female. Like she really, she really, she she really get the pups and, and get them to where they need to be, and which is the male. The male is just really, I say, like a show. You know, like, you know, you walking down the street with your dog, you walk him, he's just big and massive, but that's all he is. You know what I mean? He do his protection part. On the on the front end, he protects, but the female on the back end, she she delivers the pups. She curries the pups for 63, 64 days. She she does all this stuff, take care of them, get them all together, cleaned up, showing them what's right and wrong, and it that takes a lot on her, you know. And, and but she does it, which I I I love that because everything they learn is really from her. Nothing the the father has done. All the father, you know, all the father do is just he just helps make them, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The mom does everything. The bitch does everything. Yeah. I, uh, where I live, uh, we got like big open fields and trails. I take them back there. 
and let them like build up a um, prey drive. Like they they may see foxes, vultures, they might deer, and I just I let them out. And you know we out there in the woods, and I let them I, I let them chase little stuff around just just to keep them you know keep them fit and, and active and, and to know what they really supposed to be doing. And uh, nothing like we're not killing anything or nothing like that. I just I just let them chase them, you know, get a little fun on for a little while, call them back. I mean, I got a YouTube channel too, and I, I I got them out there running around some. You know, I just showed certain things, different things, and stuff like that. But nothing. It's more uh, family. I'm more a family man, so I I guess I produce very good. I say good, great quality pets that you could turn into show protection or whatnot or whatnot. You know. It's all on the time that you put in with your dog, that what you can turn your. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know, like I say, my daughter was doing all like majority of uh, telling them to show them how to sit, stay, lay, mm -hmm. all of that. But as far as like just like on the protection wise, they just does that on their own. Like, it's nothing that I put into them. They just. I feel as though if you bond with your dog and do all these different things with your dog, that they're going to take care of you. So if you're doing right by the dog, the dog's definitely going to do right by you with no questions asked, like mm -hmm. nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely love to get a, a, a town dog, uh, import him. Actually, I, I'm working on it. I'm kind of like on a waiting list. Uh, like I say, I've been dealing with uh, Mr. Kenneth James and uh, Sonny Rose. Uh, they definitely got me on the list. You know, they do a lot of uh, checking, background checking, and stuff like that for uh, to make sure that you know that you fit to have one of their dogs. So I guess I pay us. You know, the guys they like me. So I'm just waiting on. I'm just waiting on my moment. Oh, that'd be cool. I I'd definitely like to see that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Do you plan on uh, using it in, in your breeding program, or is it just a... Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to get it yeah. just to show. I definitely want to yeah. get that uh, Italian blood over here and it's yeah. added to what I have. I mean, uh, some of my pets, you will see, I had a few Italian dogs already in there. If I just get that back to the forefront of my pets and get, uh, for them type and for... Uh, them temperaments that they have, uh, which would be great for the for my program. So yeah, I definitely would love to uh, add that Italian blood back to uh, my program mm -hmm. and keep it very relevant. Because you know, it, I just feel like when you when you picking a dog, you got to do your research and really deal with uh, true enthusiasts. So they, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, I do both. I do raw and I do kibble. Uh, like I do, uh, one of my partners, uh, we call him the nutritionist. Uh, he do uh, very special blends for us and uh, put together for our dogs. Uh, I think the raw diet is the best diet, but you know, sometimes, you know, bills and stuff get in the way. So then you'll have to do uh, pretty much uh, kibble and I, I, I feed. Uh, I feed kibble to my dogs. I try to, uh, the best ones for the coats and teeth and stuff like that. But the raw do uh, most. 
I also add colostrum and goat's milk to my adult dogs. So uh, that helps out. Uh, colostrum helps out with a whole lot of uh, far like bones, uh, just different things with the dog. It, it helps them stay uh, very he uh, healthy. That colostrum is a great thing. It's a great tool to have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a uh, I have a kennel set up for them. It's a uh, right now because I have four dogs here. It's a, a ten by twelve. It's a shed uh, which I, I paid what, about three thousand for. Uh, I got the uh, inside insulator. I got windows. Uh, I need to go down there and buy me a, a, a AC unit and stuff like that. And uh, I'm working the electric off the uh, the rate uh, the generator. Mm. and stuff like that and uh you know i whipped i whipped the uh puppies in the house uh in my basement in my laundry room uh i introduced the pups to uh raw at four weeks i mm. give them uh ground beef or ground chicken colostrum a lot of different little things uh carrots mm -hmm. i mix it all now and they love it uh i give i give my uh, customers like 72 hours to take the dogs to the vet to make sure that you know the dog the puppy's in good uh health and stuff like that come if you if he wasn't i'll basically give you money by what but i never had an issue uh actually my last my last letter every single veterinarian uh sent me a great review a great awesome. review like man the puppy was healthy uh, healthy so i mean i i put pride and time into it you know, I want mm. people to get uh, nice, healthy dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. But, well, like, I, all my daughter's here, so I I, I, let, I keep my dogs out majority of the time. They run in the yard. They run my yard. Uh, I put them in the kennel only during rest time. Uh, sometimes before my, if, if they stay out long enough at night, um, I, I tell my daughter that she don't have to really let them out until she she get back from school about one two o'clock and she let them out in the yard make sure they they fed they ate and stuff like that and then I'll come home and do all the majority of the rest of the work and uh, that's pretty much like the routine like on the weekends because I work so on the weekends they they out all day uh, I, I take more uh, nice walks. Uh, uh, we always on the walk. I I keep them on like nice nature walks. Uh, it's like I said, I got fields and trails here close to my house, so I always get them out either two at a time, unless we doing like a family thing and each person get a, a dog to hold and we just we and we just walk the trails with them, you know, spend yeah, time yeah. with them. They like the dogs really love us. So it's kind of a, a family affair with you guys. That's cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because. Uh, the dogs are our family. Like we treat them no different. Yeah, that's we awesome. Make sure we take care. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just appreciate you having me. You know. Yeah. Like none of the stuff that I said today was factual. I mean, all my opinion of how I feel about the breed and things of that nature. And like, I don't consider myself an expert. I feel like uh, each day I learn uh, new new things about the breed. And then uh, it's just all I mean. It's just an awesome breed. I love the breed, but yeah, nothing, nothing. I, I I don't feel like I know. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm willing to learn each and every day. So 
maybe someone to bring some stuff to my attention. I, I'm very uh, receptive to the information and I, I'll get it, I'll read it and, and I'll go from there. I'm not an expert, I'm just learning. Each, I'm learning each day, so that's, that's, all, that's the only thing I wanted to say. I don't believe I know it all, I don't wanna know it all. I'm just willing to learn and put that time in. No, I, I appreciate that. I, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, d talking to people that are humble like that because that's, that's kind of how I feel. Like, that's why I'm doing this is is because I'm it's a passion and I'm I'm wanting to learn from people from all different walks of life and all different uh, breeds and all that kind of stuff. So I just think you, you know, you can learn from from a dumb guy and you can learn from a smart guy. I mean, so I, I, I just, yeah, I appreciate your humbleness and, 